trumpet and loud let it ring, Jesus is coming again. Cheer up, you pilgrims, be joyful and sing, Jesus is coming again. This is the voice of prophecy, a voice crying in the wilderness of these modern days, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Coming again, coming again, Jesus is coming again. From our Voice of Prophecy studios in Los Angeles, California, we welcome you to this half hour of inspiration and music, transcribed with the King's Heralds, Del Delker, Brad Braley, and H.M.S. Richards, the voice of prophecy speaker. It is usually a real tonic when we see someone else made so happy. Take advantage of each opportunity, why not, to brighten the corner where you are. Do not wait until some deed of greatness you may do. Do not wait to shed your light afar. To the many duties ever near you now be true. Brighten the corner where you are. Brighten the corner where you are. Brighten the corner where you are. Someone far from harbor you may guide across the bar. Right in the corner where you are. Here for all your talent you may surely find a need. Here reflect the bright and morning star. Even from your humble hand the bread of life may feed. Right in the corner where you are. Right in the corner where you are. Right in the corner where you are Someone far from harbor you may guide across the bar Right in the corner where you Often and trust his 
sovereign grace. Don't forget to praise him for what he's done for you. Talk to Jesus often this friend so it means when with trust unbroken a soul upon him leans grant O precious Savior though much denied may be we through life's short journey often heart to heart and face to face talk to Jesus often and trust his sovereign grace don't forget to praise him for Heavenly Father, we come to Thee in prayer, seeking Thy special blessing on this Voice of Prophecy broadcast and upon everyone who listens. This we ask in Christ's name. There is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God, a place where sin cannot molest near to the heart of God. O Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God, hold us who bow before Thee Near to the heart of God.
love to tell you what I think of Jesus. Since I found in him a friend so strong and true, I would tell you how he changed my life completely. He did something that no other friend could do. Here now is H.M.S. Richards, the voice of prophecy speaker. His subject, Jesus. It is told that James V, King of Scotland, would sometimes lay aside his royal robe as king and put on the simple clothes of a peasant. In that disguise, he would go about the land making friends with ordinary people, entering into their difficulties and troubles and sympathizing with them in sorrow, eating with them, working with them, playing with them. Then when he again sat upon his throne in all his royal regalia, he was better able to rule over his subjects with that fatherly mercy and compassion which he really needed to have. It is this and much more that the King of Kings has done, for it is written of him in the words of the Holy Apostle, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, 
even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Those words are found in Philippians, the second chapter, beginning with the sixth verse. So the Son of God came to our world as the Son of Man. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Isaiah 9, 6. We shall not attempt on this broadcast to explain the mystery of the Incarnation, but we believe it, knowing that the real reason for Christ's coming was that he might give his life a ransom for many. Matthew twenty twenty eight. Visiting the leper colony on the island of Molokai in the Hawaiian Islands, we saw the grave of Father Damien, who long ago went and lived among those afflicted people. He obeyed the rules which he himself had framed for them, not because it was necessary in his case, but because it was in theirs. He took the burden of their disease upon himself. So it was with Jesus. He was treated as we deserve, that we might be treated as he deserved. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. With his stripes we are healed. Isaiah 53, 6. The sinless Jesus needed no baptism himself, but he had come to bear the iniquities of sinful men, so he submitted to this rite, as we read in Matthew, the third chapter. Someone has written a letter to the voice of prophecy asking, What do you believe about Jesus Christ? My answer is that mere human words can never express the glory, the wonder of the love of Jesus for every one of his earthly children. And I would add that as a Seventh-day Adventist minister, I have given my life and energies and all that I have and am or can be to be forever his. Of course, our belief in the deity of Christ has been on record for many years in these words. We believe, quote, that Jesus Christ is very God, being of the same nature and essence as the Eternal Father. While retaining his divine nature, he took upon himself the nature of the human family, lived on the earth as a man, exemplified in his life as our example the principles of righteousness, attested his relationship to God by many mighty miracles, died for our sins on the cross, was raised from the dead and ascended to the Father, where he ever lives to make intercession for us. And that's the end of the quotation. He, the eternal Son of God, is the only Savior from sin, and man's salvation is by grace through faith in him. It is our desire on this broadcast always to honor the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of the foundational character of this question, because of our belief without reservation that in him was life, original, unborrowed, underived, we desire to give the Bible basis for this belief. Our Savior's pre-existence is clearly taught in Holy Scripture. In the first chapter of John, the first verses, here he is called the Word of God. He was with God in the beginning, and he was God. All things were made by him. And this divine Word is Jesus, as we read in the 14th verse. He belongs to the ages, the Alpha and Omega. And who shall declare his generation? We read in Acts 8.33. Jesus belongs to all ages and to all races. 
In his prayer in the 17th chapter of John, we find these words, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory I had with thee before the world was. This proves his pre-existence. Here are ten facts about Jesus. First, he is called the Son of God, and this in a unique way in which others are not the sons of God. In John 19:7, it is written that his enemies understood him to claim to be the Son of God in such a way that it made him divine. The holy angels said to the Blessed Virgin Mary, He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. That's Luke 1, 32. And God himself spoke at the baptism and said, This is my beloved Son. Matthew 3, 17. Second, Jesus is called God. That's clear from Isaiah 9, 6. Unto us a son is given, his name shall be called the mighty God. And in Hebrews 1, verse 8, Unto the Son he saith, that is, God himself, speaking to the Son, says, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. So, of course, we sing all hail the power of Jesus' name. The third point is that Jesus existed before the creation of this world. He was born in Bethlehem, and of that birth we read in the prophecy of Micah, fifth chapter, second verse, words which were written hundreds of years before he was born, that his goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. He said himself, I came down from heaven, John 6, 38. Four, the pre-incarnate Son of God was the active creator. In Genesis, the first verse, we read, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And the 26th verse reads, And God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And in Ephesians 3.9 we read, Of God who created all things by Jesus Christ. Our fifth important point is this. Jesus was born of a virgin. This was predicted and foretold in the prophecy of Isaiah, 7th chapter, 14th verse. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. That this was fulfilled in the birth of Jesus, we read in Matthew 1, 20-23, where he was conceived of the Holy Ghost, born without a human father. The story is told of a wounded prisoner of war taken captive in Africa. When his captors removed a small charm from his neck, he was grief-stricken, terrified, on opening the charm, it was found to contain a small piece of paper on which was written one word, God. That man trusted in the charm, and when it was returned to him, he was overjoyed and kissed the feet of the man who gave it to him. All this for a scrap of paper with the word God upon it. But in Jesus, God himself came to earth. Our sixth point, Jesus lived a sinless life. I have kept my Father's commandments, he said, John 15, 10. And even his judges said, I find no fault in him. And the man who betrayed him said, I have betrayed the innocent blood, Matthew 27, 4. He was holy, harmless, undefiled, and separate from sinners. He left us an example that we should follow his steps, 1 Peter 2, 21. He did no sin, Neither was guile found in his mouth, though he was tempted in all points. 1 Peter 2.22 Someone in India asked a worshiper of Krishna, Is the life of your God a good example for you to follow? 
This good and intelligent man replied, No, Krishna was a god. We cannot follow his example and live as he did. But of Jesus, James Anthony Froud, historian and critic, wrote, The most perfect being who has ever trod the soil of this planet was called a man of sorrows. And Renan, the skeptic, said, All history is incomprehensible without him. The Holy Bible calls Jesus the Son of God and the Son of Man who did no sin. In the seventh place, Jesus' death was a sacrificial, vicarious atonement for the sins of men. Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, 1 Corinthians 15, 3. His sacrifice was all sufficient and once for all, Hebrews 10, 12, and 14. 8. Jesus arose from the dead and showed himself to his disciples by many infallible proofs, Acts 1, 3. In Acts 4.33, we read, And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. The resurrection of Jesus has changed darkness into light, night into morning for everybody, everywhere. 9. Jesus is now our friend at court, in heaven where he ever liveth to make intercession for us, at the right hand of God. Hebrews 7.25 10 and last, Jesus will come back again. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, he says, and receive you unto myself. John 14, verse 3. Count Zinzendorf was converted by contemplating a painting of Christ on the cross, which had the inscription, I did this for thee. What hast thou done for me? This painting had been made 300 years before. When the artist had finished his first portrait of the Redeemer, he asked his landlady's little daughter who it was. The little girl said, It's a good man. The artist then knew he had failed. So he destroyed the painting and after praying, finished a second. Again he called the little girl. Who is this? he asked. Oh, she said, He looks like a great sufferer. Again the artist knew he had failed. So he destroyed the second painting and after much meditation and earnest prayer, finished the third. He called the little girl the third time. Looking at the portrait, she knelt down and exclaimed, It's Jesus. So Jesus was a good man and a great sufferer. But more than that, God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself as the Apostle tells us in 2 Corinthians 5.19. Yes, he was Emmanuel. He was God with us, the Lord. Let us give our hearts to him today. To him let us surrender all. Him in his presence. 
Have faith in God and Jesus Christ, His Son. Have faith in God, His work of grace begun. Have faith in God. Until the day is done, have faith, dear friend, in God. We hope this transcribed program of ours has served to give you spiritual strength for the coming week. Now we invite you to join us again next week for another broadcast brought to you by the voice of prophecy. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace.